0: Say it, say it, say
1: it, say it, say it, say it, say it, 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 See it, see it. welcome <laughs> welcome thank you for tuning in we are Tristan and Michael and you are listening to fused transparent conversations for marriage family and relationships we invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about so tell your friends and your family to check us out connect with us on social media and join the conversation by emailing us at info at fusedmarriages.com. all right Michael so what are we talking about today
0: Today, we are talking about why relationships suck.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, that's where we at. Okay. Let's get into it.
0: Right. So, there's oftentimes bad relationships and people don't understand what's going on with them, but there's probably some key things that make them bad relationships or make them suck. Okay. The first one I think, you know what, it's communication, bad communication. Yeah. Now, first part about communication is that I've heard or read. That guys only speak three times less than women.
1: Mm -hmm, I've heard that.
0: So if you all are talking 100 miles an hour and we give this a little bit of feedback, y'all may think that's, you know what, that's bad communication for y'all.
1: Okay, fair enough. Right? Mm -hmm.
0: So if you give me, you know what, hey, you give me this long story about your day. Hey, my day is this, that, and the other. You know, my girlfriend did this. My mama called me about that. My sister did this. You know, what and I ate this for lunch and this, that, and the other. And you ask me about my about my day, I may say, you know, oh, it, it was cool. Right?
1: Yeah, that's really frustrating because that does happen. That's real life. It happens. It is. But, so but how- then that makes us think, and this is, you know, these are these are broad generalizations. Sometimes these roles can be flipped. No, this, this is us. This is, this is our life. Is, yeah, it's us. it's but broad, is, but it's, it's us too, though. Yeah. yeah, but I think that the challenge with that is it can make one partner feel like the other is not really engaged or invested. And so, what I hear you saying is that's just the style of communication.
0: Could be a style, right? You got to work and figure out how to work around it. It's bad communication because it's both not. People. But both people. For both people me as a man not talking as much as you need and you may be talking well i won't go there but basically you know what i mean okay it just gotta be a balance
1: <laughs> all right yeah. gotta be a balance yeah true and i think there's different elements to communication and one of the ones that we talk about a lot is timing tone and delivery Ooh. yeah so Tell the true we um we, we've dealt with that in our marriage, and y'all let us know if y'all have dealt with that too. Timing, tone, and delivery. I've heard that phrase over and over and over and over again because I don't have the best judgment or history with timing, tone, and delivery. So my family story, and I think this is important for you to know about your partner, is what do they come from? So my my family, we're really direct communicators. We say what we need to say. We might we might use a lot of words to say it. We might not, but it's always very pointed um, And it gets Bad. more pointed if we're upset. So mm-hmm. we may or may not be yellers, but we are very pointed communicators. Whereas in Michael's family, they're very passive communicators, very suggestive. So instead of saying somebody's doing something wrong, they will say, well, I just don't know. I just don't know about that. I wouldn't do it that way. As opposed to saying that's a dumb decision, which might be the way my family says it. True, Michael's not. family true, would true, not. True, true. So when we got together... He would say my tone was really aggressive when I just really thought I was getting to the point.
0: It was mean, y'all. It was not mean. It was hey, just, it felt mean.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it felt okay, that's okay. Me. feelings are it valid. It felt mean. Yeah, so I'm just a more aggressive communicator. But Michael, if he feels that I'm being too aggressive, he just shuts down. And I wonder if there are any fellas out there like that or ladies out there like that. Your partner talks to you and you feel like, oh, they coming at me. And you just decide, you know, I'm not going to do that. How do you deal with aggressive communicators or passive communicators? So anyway, as we continue this conversation, so communication, the tone by which in which you communicate with your partner is really important. Um, and knowing how your norm is and you can kind of look around your family and say, oh, OK, we always talk loud or, OK, we, we talk over each other or, you know, we we don't really talk a whole lot about certain things. So I think that's something and then timing.
0: Yeah, timing. I mean, it's just like, you know, sometimes you can bring something to the table where, you know, your your partner, you have an issue with your partner, you're having something going on. And like, you know what, they're not a morning person. Mm-hmm. But you bring them a topic in the morning that you want to get deep about, but they're not a morning person. They're more afternoon or a night person. As for myself, you know, I'm 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 actually the opposite. I'm I'm not a night person. At so if all. you want to bring something to me that's really, really important when you talk about it, probably want to bring it to me in the morning. But if you don't understand that about your partner, that can be a serious conflict Mm -hmm. in that communication gap of really trying to understand, okay, hey, here's where my partner is at. They're not really rejecting me or rejecting what I have. They just really, they're not that type of person in the morning or the afternoon or whatever have you. The timing has to be appropriate when you're talking about having the right communication.
1: And that's a growth thing too, like growing into that. Because sometimes for me, I just, there are some things I just need to talk about. Like I need you to wake up that- some things, I'm like, okay, Tristan, can you hold this till the morning? Because he's going to be more in tune in the morning. Because the worst thing ever, my husband can stand against a wall and fall asleep at eight o'clock.
0: And come on is, now. Come on now. Why you got to tell my business like that? That's not true. That's not true? I can't. I ain't saying that. I so said, why okay. you got to tell my business like that? All right.
1: That? All right. Well, that's what it is. So knowing that about your your teammate, because you, you're in this together, you want to win. But knowing the time to have those conversations, um, it, it can't be when there's a lot of work to do. It can't be. I can't have... My husband... He can talk over everything. I don't even understand that, but that's how his family is. So he can have music going, the news on, the kids screaming, and he can still be like engaged. I cannot, yeah. I need silence. I can't have any competing anything. So knowing what time to bring that. So your tone, your timing, and your delivery. How you come into the conversation is also really important how we it's not just the tone of the conversation but how do we enter it are we coming into a deep conversation after an argument
0: (laughs) right right no that's real. that's real you know
1: like how how are we are we gonna have this conversation over dinner there are some things we don't need to have certain conversations around the kids or around our parents or around our older kids versus our younger kids so how are you delivering this conversation what's the platform so yeah I agree with you babe that you know, that can make a relationship suck, bad communication.
0: Yeah. And just kind of to close out the communication uh, uh portion of it is basically it's our responsibility. I think as each other's spouse, me loving you and you loving me is like, I can't be sitting, being comfortable in my norm. Mm-hmm. If my norm is to have only a conversation in the morning and you got a really serious issue that's at night, mm-hmm. I can't be so caught up in myself and my thinking like, okay, well, you know what? I ain't going to try to listen to her right now. She, know, I'm not a, night person well wow. i gotta i gotta give my spouse the right amount of love and, and understanding and vice versa she that to me if it really something you know, that can wait she's gonna hopefully let that hold off that's good so next topic what do you think about what else could be another part of really having a relationship that sucks
1: Ooh. what can make a relationship suck is quality time well. so some people think and let me know if this is you you know be honest tell the truth shame the devil mm-hmm. that quality time and quantity time mm. are the same thing. And they're not. They're not, people. They're not.
0: Yeah, they're not. very, very different. Yeah. Very
1: different. So just because I'm around you, and you have to also know your spouse or, or your partner or whoever you're in a relationship with, or you're trying to grow this thing. You have to know what they consider to be quality. Well. So we are Longhorn fans in here. I don't know how y'all feel. You know. Welcome okay you can shout out your you know shout out your teams but we're longhorn fans so when michael is watching a longhorn game if i'm watching a longhorn game with him he considers that to be quality man it ain't i'm I'm just saying you know different different strokes strokes.
0: what you talking about
1: so to him, if we sitting down and we watching a game, we don't really even have to talk. We probably will because I talk through some stuff because I like sports, too. And he'll talk after plays. I'll, I'll try to set him up and he'll tell me, yeah, this is what's going to happen. So we like to talk through sports. But that wouldn't necessarily be deep quality time for me. Quality time for me might literally be sitting with nothing on, no television and just having a conversation. I like to talk about goals and dreams and plans and that kind of stuff. That's really quality to me. Um, so y'all let us know, send us an email. What does quality time look like for you versus quantity time? And also I might know, I want to hear what you have to say about this. Mm-hmm. For me, quality time is just us. We can have time with our friends oh, yeah, and that can be good quality time with friends, but that doesn't communicate to me in the same way. We can have, hang out with our parents or cousins or family or children. And all of that might be time that I enjoy and appreciate, but I don't consider that in my love bank of what quality time is
0: so it's, it's what you saying if i'm hearing correctly is one-on-one time one-on-one time you and your boo
1: yes you and your boo and let me let me just let me say what i'm gonna say is that this is not sexually sexual time okay. this is not that don't anticipatory count, time. I, gotta count so I gotta count a little bit Well.
0: You know, just a little bit. Right. I can't understand it may not be everything. It's not everything, but can it count just a little bit though? Because you know, you know, easy. we gonna even
1: that. It depends on what partner. Come
0: on, man. I'm Come, just down. Come on, man. Just y'all mind is the off on that. Gotta be careful. <laughs> Y'all's count. mind. Y'all's mind. I ain't putting the who the y'all is, <laughs> but it's off. For... Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: So, well, my point was is that quality time it has to be time that does not have the intention of leading to something. So that is a different kind of quality time. I'm not saying that it doesn't count or that it's not quality because it, you know, it's quality. I'm just saying there are other things that matter too. Having deep engaging conversations about how I think, you know, what I'm thinking about, what's what's important to me in this season because different seasons things change um their priority. So having those kinds of quality conversations and what's happening in that time is really important.
0: I think one of the things like I'm struggling with as a man and really trying to grow out of is like when you give quality time that you expect something back, Can't right? I think a lot of men, I know at least myself is like, you know what? If I give you something, I typically want something back, right? Especially if I do something I really don't really care for, you know, it could okay, be, anything. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go shopping with, with shoes. You know, some guys may like that. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with like shopping with your girl for shoes. That just ain't for me. That's not me. Mm-hmm. I don't get no, like, three a lot of you know now i can see you in the shoes i'm cool with that <laughs> okay. especially if they're a certain type you know what i mean okay. i like that okay but for to go to the whole process of shopping with some you know with your girl and kind of like look into that i mean
1: so what I do you expect do back so so give me an example okay so we're shopping for shoes you go uh-huh. shopping for shoes with me what is it that you're expecting back is it something equivalent something different so you want dinner like what is it it,
0: it don't have to be equivalent but like you know what i mean it's like You want credit for it almost, like right? You know what? Okay, you shop for. I went shopping for shoes with you, Mm -hmm. but hey, you know what? The game is on. It come on at seven. I've been shopping with you, you know, from 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 one o'clock till five o'clock, and you still like want to have a conversation though. I'm like, man, hold on. (laughs) The game is on though. (laughs) The game is on. We gotta we gotta. Hey, can I get a little credit for what I did between one and five?
1: So the game comes on. So you don't want me to talk anymore because you gave me my time. I'm just That's saying my time. So I'm then not, you want to switch time. I don't
0: want you like not to talk. You know what I mean? Hey, that ain't that ain't what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying I want a little bit of the time, you know what I mean? For my own quality time to be able to experience, you know, the game a little bit. That's all. Okay.
1: That's <laughs> <In> all. <real life. laughs> what y'all, what y'all, what y'all think about that? So email us info at fusedmarriages.com or hit us up on our Facebook page. Let us know your thoughts. Man. What do you think about that? Gentlemen, ladies, Quality time what does that look like for you In your relationship are you getting or are you not Getting and do you define it the same way What is quality time if you both like To shop and y'all go shopping together does that count As your quality time if you kind of running around Errands together because you sit in the car Next to each other you can have good conversation or does that Not count because there's too many other Things going on talk to us let Us know your thoughts we're going to jump into the next The next one for what Makes a relationship suck
0: mm. Expectations Oof, big word, big hey, word. Hey, that 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 right there is a mouthful, right? It is. Because expectations can like, you know what? It could mess somebody's mind up, right? If I'm thinking, you know what? Because I grew up in a traditional household. Let's give me, let's talk about us for a second.
1: Okay.
0: I grew up in a d- traditional household. And the traditional meaning like, you know what? My mom, she cooks, she cleans. She kind of makes sure from the from the kids' perspective, like everybody was taken care of. Mm-hmm. And even she took care of her man in, in that way. That's what, they, that's what my parents had. Mm-hmm. so like me when i got married the expectation was like hey my wife is gonna cook mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i do and cook, it's gonna y'all. no he, she does cook i ain't trying to oh yeah for real she cooked. hey the bomb i ain't even gonna <laughs> trip on that <laughs> okay. but it was like it was expected like it wasn't like okay hey we're gonna team up and do this thing from the from the kitchen to the cooking thing it was like my wife was gonna cook you know what i mean i ain't gonna problem cleaning but like i i wanted i wanted my mind for her to you know to cook a little more frequently maybe than what, than what I want, you know, than, than, than what she had in mind. So that really kind of had to like, I take a step back. Like, Hey, okay, hold on now. I mean, that was my parents' relationship and I had the expectation that was going to be my wife's relationship or with, with each other, with us as well. So just give me your mind, your thoughts on, on that. Babe. Yeah.
1: So this is where I think that premarital counseling is really important. Having some of these conversations, we did go through premarital and it was really helpful Um, But I came from um, a background, which is also traditional, according to my husband's definition. But we also had some kind of some different ways of doing things. Um, So when I got married, I told my husband before we got married, actually, I'm not cooking every day. I do like to cook and I like to cook a lot. But I have a system and this is my system. When I cook, I cook a lot at one time and it's supposed to last for two three days and you can kind of you know like come on y'all like when you make chicken you can transform chicken into like 10 different meals so I make several different pieces of chicken chicken breasts and you know one day it might be chicken and green beans right. and cornbread and potatoes and then the next day it might be fajitas and the next day so I'm not doing a whole lot every day because I have other things on my plate to do my husband's expectation was really breakfast lunch and dinner you know, because that's where he came from. So when you when we're having this conversation about expectations, something that small can be something really big. My other The other part of that is that in my mind, I cook you clean. Like you can load the dishwasher. And then when I clean, don't mess anything up. I don't care if we're both grown.
0: Man, that was a big problem for us for real.
1: It was. It was. And it wasn't. It, look, was,
0: it was about a fork being left, y'all, in yeah. the sink it was a it was not a fork it it was a cup it was okay it was a cup see i forgot but she remembered i remember Mm -hmm.
1: so look y'all this is real i when i clean i am very particular about how things are clean and that they stay that way and my husband is what i consider as tidy he does not make a big mess but he thinks things that are to me more important um he thinks of them as small. So if I clean up the whole kitchen, I clean out the sink and all of this, do not come back and put a fork, a cup, a bowl, a spoon. Do not do it. You better wash it and put it in the cabinet, put it in the dishwasher if the dishwasher hasn't been started. And for him, he would just be like, it's just a bowl. So having these conversations early, the earlier, the better. So you can kind of work out how the other person thinks and then being respectful to the other person's boundaries, what they need. Um, But then as we kind of grew into some things, understanding that some things aren't just aren't that important
0: yeah i mean so i mean i think it's, it's, a, it's a lot of little things as far as expectation that right. we don't even like really think about yeah i mean from you know who fills the car up with gas who cuts the grass you know what i mean who picks the kids up you know what i mean mm-hmm. who washes the clothes who folds them mm-hmm. you know what i mean how often do we clean the house all this all these things are kind of really like embedded us how we kind of grew up or how we want to say you know what we want to have our relationships be but Ultimately, like myself and Tristan had to kind of come to some understanding, you know what I mean? We, we bump heads on a lot of different things and like, hey, hold on, what's going to work best for us? I know I have my perspective of what I thought it should be and she had hers, but we had to and we still are in the process of coming to a lot of understanding of, of, expect, of, of expecting different things from one another.
1: Yeah, and it changes in each season. What do you expect when your kids are toddlers versus teenagers versus young adults? There are a lot of different things that you have to talk about, which goes back to that first point that we said. Communication is just really, really important, but discussing in depth what your expectation is. And another element that we had is we're a blended family, so we had different kinds of thoughts about how is that going to affect our kids? What are we going to do? What about our marriage? What about our in-laws? So having really, really deep um, conversation and not letting them go. You know, not being like, oh, it's whatever. It's not that big a deal. We'll get to it when we get to it. No, no, no. Revisit okay, that conversation okay. as many times as possible. Discuss those expectations. Um, do you eat breakfast every day? You know, what do you like for breakfast? You know, do um, who's going to be doing the grocery shopping? Are we going to combine bank accounts? Are we, there's just so many things that you have to talk about because we come into our relationships with a background of things that are to us normal, but to our partner might seem strange or unusual so discussing even the little things, because, you know, the old saying, the devil's in the details, those little things can rip apart your whole relationship. So discuss them, discuss them.
0: And you just don't know. I mean, you just don't. Sometimes, you know, you're living a life and doing things on a, on a weekend, a week out basis. And like, that's your norm. Mm-hmm. So you can often like, you, you don't even know what's expectation. You are an expectation on your partner and they're like, okay, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's something you got to be considerate of whenever you're dealing with somebody and trying to deal with your partner, you're trying to grow with them, of really, really just understanding, hey, I have some things in my mind, in my heart of how I live on a day and day basis that may not match up with my partner.
1: Yeah. So I, w- I want to ask you guys that are that are listening to us, really send us an email because I'm curious who out there had an expectation when they first got in their relationship that was unmet an unmet expectation, something that they had to change, something that they had to amend or something you're working through right now that you think, Hey, this is a hard one. Um, we want to, we want to talk about that. We want to get into that. So shoot us an email, um, info at fusedmarriages.com. Um, we're curious. We want to engage and connect. We're a community. We all trying to, we all trying to do this thing together. All right. So, so let us know. Let's talk about it.
0: All right. And our last topic for this particular segment, relationships suck and why do they suck, Mm -hmm. is handling changes.
1: Oh, jump into that, okay.
0: Man, handling changes. So that's the one thing I I realized about life in general, particularly about relationships, especially when you're trying to do life with somebody. It's going to change from week to week, month to month, Mm -mm -mm. right? At one point, you and I, we were kind of like single. We didn't have any young kids. We had like, okay, we was cool. We we were trying to figure out some things and we got those dynamics kind of straight, right? Then we had we had our our three year old, our, our four year old, rather Ari, mm-hmm. right? And it really at that point she kind of threw a wrinkle in really how we communicated, the time we had, the stuff we were trying to do, just really it just it changed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like I think from from what I'm looking back now, it's like we had to figure out how to be flexible around that situation, at life event, enough to say you know what. How are we going to make this work, stick together, grow, and still figure out one another and grow our relationship as well? Yeah. And that's just a kid coming into this particular situation. But it could be, you know, we've been through job changes, mm-hmm. been through moves,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean? We've been through even, unfortunately, deaths in family, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. Situation like that happening. But like, that can really, like, really traumatize the relationship yeah. outside of the actual event that's taking place.
1: Yeah,
0: And, like, being able to handle those changes, right, it's like, I mean, life is going to come at you in different ways. So once, as soon as you get figure something out, it's going to come at you in a different way. Right. And like how fast can you adjust as a unit? Yeah. Right together to be able to go through that.
1: Yeah. I think handling changes is a, is a big thing because it can, you can totally shift without your partner. Like you can mm. make um, a change internally and without being able to really negotiate that change, that shift together, you can go opposite directions. One person can be on one path, um, and the other person could have made that that directional change, and the other and you know you you haven't talked about it. You don't even know, and that's when people can kind of be those the division, the divide in the road. Um, I got a question for you on
0: that. What's up? And maybe you can provide some insight about it because okay. you're talking about that divide or that shift, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens when you know what two people get together? Okay. And. They have these visions and dreams of what they want to do with their life and how they want to do it, mm-hmm. you know. And then ultimately they end up changing, you know, three or four years later saying, you know what, I want to do, you know, I want to be a music producer now. I was a teacher. Mm-hmm. And they literally are making this shift to say, you know what, I want to do this now. And how that partner, how should that partner be like, what do you, What do you, how do you see that playing out with, you know, in a, in a relationship or in a marriage? I think that's
1: huge. I think, I think that is a, I think there's a lot of elements to that, and I think that that might be something that happens um, more often than we discuss as people. So I really think that when one partner has made a decision to kind of pursue their dreams, there are some conversations that hopefully were had before that. So a lot of this still goes back to that number one communication and how critically important that is. Um, so you would hope that in those situations that they have at least shared their heart. Hey. I might be, you know, an accountant, but I'm really passionate about, you know, art. I'm really right. passionate right. about this thing, so it shouldn't come. Hopefully, it doesn't come as a complete shock that this is something that this person wants to do because right. the ride is together. You know, you you're in this car together, so these conversations hopefully have have already started. Now, if they haven't, and you're saying, "Man, it's something I've been holding on to. I didn't want to tell them. I was scared. I didn't know how they were going to respond." Mm-hmm. Then you want to share that, share your heart. Hey, I haven't talked to you about something that's really important to me. Um, I want you to care. I want you to be engaged. Um, because I think a lot of that is that fear, that fear factor. And then where do you go from there? Hey, they want to leave their very secure job and they want to go paint or they want to go, do something that might not be as, um, stable, quote unquote, then how do you partner on that? And that's even communication. Okay. How can we do this? How, how can we make this profitable? How can we make this um, something that you're able to pursue? Is this something that you want to do full time? Would you mind doing it part time? Is there a timeline attached to this? Um, those are the kinds of things that you then need to discuss. What are we as a team willing to sacrifice for this vision to come true? Um, And that can be anything from changing your career to going back to school. Somebody wants to go back and get their, you know, their undergraduate degree or their master's or their PhD or something, or somebody wants to pursue law school or doctorates or, or, you know, pharmacy school or whatever. There are just so many different things that people um, have access to in this, in this age of information. So I think that the challenge is having that, first step of courage to really have an in-depth conversation saying, you know what, this is something I really want to pursue. And if it's not, if it's something I'm just interested in, hey, I want to try out this hobby. I used to do it or I've always kind of been interested in. Maybe it's something you can partner together. Oh, I'd like to go with you to a ceramics class. That might be something that's fun. Or even if you don't, hey, check out what your partner is interested in. That says a lot about the relationship. And believe me, they will be encouraged that you are like investing your energy into their dream into their goal that could be a whole nother level of trust and depth in your in your partnership
0: yeah i think i mean just what you're you're saying kind of like just i'm summing up my mind and just what you're, you're you're trying to rationalize is like i can't be so rigid that i'm only seeing my partner one way mm-hmm. and not giving them room to be able to in space to grow and mm-hmm. to really where they're trying to ultimately go right because like whenever you meet, you meet a person, most of us haven't arrived to who we are who, or who we want to be or who God even wants us to be, right? Mm-hmm. So we got to give, I got to give you, in this case, you know, space. So you know what? She may venture out to some things that she don't even know she want to do yet.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: And I'm hoping and, and would pray that my partner would do the same for me
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like, and not be, keep me confined to really how they met me, mm-hmm. right? And hopefully I'm in the process of growing and really trying to expand beyond Beyond where where I'm where I'm currently at,
1: that's good. That's really good. I I think that handling those changes, how somebody is thinking and growing and processing, is important. Um, is critical to the relationship because without being able to handle change and go to a deeper level in your relationship and in the trust and in the intimacy that that brings, then your relationship's gonna suck. It just is. Yeah. So we want to hear from you um, what makes a relationship suck. If you've been in some bad relationships um, and you might know from personal experience or you've been in some great relationships, we want to know what makes your relationship so great. So make sure that you connect with us. And we just appreciate you guys for listening. So thank you for joining us today. Make sure that you connect with us on our social media platforms. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Fuse Marriages. Check out our website for content and resources, FusedMarriages.com. Let's talk about it.
0: You're listening to Fused with Tristan and Michael.